Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 3, Chapter 15, on the way we ought to act and pray with regard to our desires. Christ the Beloved speaks, My son, this is how you should pray in all circumstances. Lord, if this is what pleases you, let it come to pass. Lord, if this be for your honor, let it happen in your name. Lord, if you see this to be for my good, if you judge it to be profitable for me, give me this thing to use for your honor. But if you foresee it will do me harm, impair the health of my soul, Take away from me the desire for such a thing. Not every desire comes from the Holy Ghost, even though to man it may seem good and right. It's not so easy to tell for certain if it's a good spirit or an evil spirit urging you to desire this thing or that. It may only be the prompting of your own spirit. Many people have ended by being deceived, yet when they begin, it looked as if they had a good spirit for their guide. So then, whenever the thought comes into your mind that such and such a thing is desirable, you must always desire it, pray for it, in the fear of God and with a humble heart. Above all, you must renounce your own ideas about the matter and leave it entirely to me, saying, Lord, you know which way is for the best. Let it happen this way or that, according to you as you will. Give me what you will, in whatever measure you will, when you will. Do with me as you know is best, as pleases you best, and as will best promote your glory. Put me where you will have a free hand with me in everything. Yes, I am in your hand. Twist me around and turn me about as you will. I am your servant and ready for anything. It is not for myself that I want to live, but for you. If only I could do that worthily and faultlessly. A prayer that we may do what God wants of us. O most kind Jesus, give me your grace to be at my side too and share my labors, to be my constant companion to the end. Grant that I may always will and desire what is more acceptable to you, whatever pleases you more dearly. Let your will be mine. Let mine ever follow yours in perfect harmony. Let my wishes and dislikes be identical with yours. Let me be unable to wish or dislike anything that you do not wish or dislike. Grant that I may die to all that is in the world and for your sake love to be scorned and unknown in this earthly life. Grant that in you above all the things I desire, I may find rest, that only in you my heart will be at peace. You are the heart's true peace. 
You alone can give it rest. All that is outside you is hard and never still. In that self-same peace, in you who are the one, supreme and eternal good, even as I lie down, sleep comes, and with sleep, tranquility. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why did our Lord say that the Eternal Father was always pleased with him? Our Lord said that the Father was always pleased with him because he did what was always pleasing to the Father. As Jesus said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. My food is to do the will of him who sent me. In the agony in the garden, Christ said, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but thy will be done. So Jesus Christ is God and man, the eternal son of God, the son of man. He has a full humanity, a full human intellect, a complete and true human will, and a complete and true set of human emotions, human desires. And so what does Christ do in his humanity? He brings his human will in line with the divine will. Jesus Christ is the son of God who eternally came forth from the father. Everything in the son of God is oriented towards his father. And so he brings humanity into a perfect relationship with God the father. In himself. And so as Christ did the will of the Father, so we, the disciples of Christ, are trying to do his will. We are trying to bring our will in line with the Son of God's will, who then presents us to his Father. No one can come to the Father, Jesus, but through me. And so tonight's reading is a beautiful testimony to the desire that Christ has for us to want what he wants. This is the measure of our life. This is what matters in our life, that we do the will of Jesus as he wants it, when he wants it, where he wants things done. That's what we're trying to do. Where does this conformity with Jesus's will come from? Where do desires in us that are the same desires that are in Jesus. How does that come about? Where do we get these holy desires from? From the Holy Ghost, from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit takes what is mine, Jesus says. He takes what is mine and declares it to you. The love of God has been poured into our hearts, Romans says, by the Holy Spirit has been given to us. And so the Holy Spirit takes what is in the heart of Jesus. And he puts it into our hearts. And he first put it into the heart of Mary. Mary, yes, 
Mary's constant yes is an echo of Jesus Christ's yes. And this is our, the secret path to union with God. The secret path to union with God is through the humanity of Christ. And the secret shortcut to union with the humanity of Christ is the Blessed Virgin Mary. She's the great disciple. She's the example, the model for what a sinless human being can do in relation to Jesus. Let it be done to me according to your word, she said. And so let us ask tonight for simplicity. The Christian life is very simple. It's about union with the person of Jesus Christ. Everything centers on him. And through him, we are got, brought to the Father. And what brings us into union with Christ is the Holy Spirit. Everything centers on Christ, believing in him, trusting in him, imitating him. And it's very simple, too, because we have in Mary a mother's love, a mother's prayers for us. We have an example. We're able to love Christ as she does. And of course, this is not easy because we're being invited into a supernatural love. We're being invited to love as Jesus loves. But nothing is impossible with God. And so we have to ask. We have to pray. We have to beg for the grace to conform ourselves to him. We have to pray and beg for holy desires. We have to pray and beg with humility to weigh our desires. Not every desire we have comes from the Holy Spirit. It could be our own little urgings. And so we have to pray for a certain docility. But slowly over time, we learn to discern. We learn to discern what is the will of God. It's in that will and in loving that will, that we'll find our true happiness and our true identity and eternal life. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.